You're listening to Strong Runner Chick Radio, episode 57. Welcome to Strong Runner Chick Radio, a leading online community where our goal is to educate, empower, and connect female distance runners across the world. We believe in healthy running, fueling, and embracing our strength as female distance runners inside and out. Through interviews with top professional, collegiate, and master's level runners, leading dietitians, coaches, sports psychologists, and runners of all shapes and sizes, we hope to spread the message that there is no one-size-fits-all approach to distance running. Now, let's get to the show. Hello, Strong Runner Chicks. Welcome to another episode of SRC Radio. We are so thrilled to have Ellie Purrier join us. So, Ellie, welcome. Hi, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being on. <laughs> um, Ellie, what has your, your, so you told us before we started recording that you're in Indianapolis. Have you done any, you know, like sightseeing? I don't even know what there is to do in Indianapolis. <laughs> um, just a little bit, you know. Um, I I think it's really, I mean, I'm a little bit out of the city right now, but um, you know, it's a really nice town that I'm in. There's a lot of, you know, new buildings and um, nice restaurants and things like that. So it's been fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I was actually there for um, a sports psychology conference about three years ago now, and I think I ate the best breakfast I had ever had at some restaurant in downtown, and I wish I could remember the name of it to give it to you, but it was phenomenal. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that you're enjoying your time there. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, and where are you based right now? Um, so I just moved to Boston um, and joined the New Balance Boston group. So I just moved into my apartment and situated there. Um, I'm just a little bit out of the city, but I like it so far. It's been really good. Nice. That's so exciting. Boston is the, I lived there two years when I was getting my master's and it was like the best experience. And I was literally like directly in the center of Boston, which is very Um, anti-typical of what I I'm used to living. Um, it, it sounds like you're might be, um, used to this kind of living. I live from like a very small town in Western Massachusetts. So, um, farmlands, they were kind of what's around us. Um, so it was a big adventure to move there, but, um, Ellie, we'd love to hear about how you got your start in running. Oh yeah. Um, wow. Let me think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I guess, um, when I was in high school, that's when I first started running. Um, I mean, like, I guess I had like kind of like a story, I guess. I don't know. I, um, I played a lot of sports growing up. So I was, um, doing the basketball tryouts for, um, the high school team. And this, the, um, assistant coach was also the cross country coach or he was a cross country coach for a different school, but, uh, he helped out with our team and, and he was, he was just a big, um, you know, a really good coach for running and he helped with track and everything too at our school. So we did like this mile, um, for the tryouts for basketball and I, I won, I was like, I mean, I don't even think it was really a race. We just ran like a mile. And <laughs> I was like really far ahead of everybody. Um, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. I just they told me to run from this point to this point. And I don't know, he saw me running that day and he, you know, kind of, was trying to persuade me to come to 
to run track that spring. Like he thought I'd be really good at it. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, he, he kind of like pestered me about it for a while. And so um, he, you know, convinced me to try out for, or not try out, to, to join the track team in the spring. So I did that. And um, I don't know, it, it just escalated from there, I guess. <laughs> Um, and when he suggested that you join him or join like the track team or whatnot, did you think he was crazy or like, you know, or was it like kind of seamless for you just to be like, Oh yeah, I'll join. Um, well, I really liked like other sports. Like I, I running didn't really fa- sound that fun to me, like, I guess. So like, I don't know, I was like, wow, like, I don't know, like maybe I'll try it. Like I didn't, you know, I was a freshman or whatever. And so. I had played soccer and then did basketball. And so I remember it was kind of a big decision to not do softball because that was the sport that I usually did in the spring. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess once I got into it, I started to like it more. <laughs> That's great. And it seems like it continued further um, past high school. Um, but you're originally from <laughs> you're originally from Montgomery, which is a small town in very northern Vermont. Um, I actually haven't been there, but I have a family home in um, Wilmington, Vermont, and so that's really southern Vermont. Um, and so, from what I hear, you grew up on a dairy farm, if that's correct. I did. Yep. I did. Um, so, how do you think this shaped you, or maybe it didn't shape you, um, to become the runner you are today? Um, I, I think it definitely did. Um, I think, you know, I, growing up on a farm is something I'm really passionate about. Um, just, I, I think it's shaped me to become who I am today in so many ways. And, you know, realize that, you know, I have such roots, um, at home and from growing up on the farm, but I think just think from an early age, I was always really active and, you know, it's really hard work. And so, I think that, you know, the work ethic carried over um, in so many different aspects of my life and especially in running and sports. Um, But, you know, like, I, I don't know, there's so many things, like I would talk about it with my high school coach and in my college coach, like so many metaphors I had from running um, and farming, like, (laughs) like they're related in so many ways and you might not think that they are, but um, I think I learned that, you know, things don't always go your way. And I learned that from an early age on the farm, you know, there's a lot of things that you might be disappointed about or, you know, you work really hard and, um, you know, like it wouldn't go the way that you wanted it to, you know, the things that you can't control like would happen, like, you know, with the weather or, um, you know, like a cow getting sick or something, Mm. Um, you know, things like that. And I think that it relates to running too, you know, but, you know, I just still learned to always try my hardest and, um, to work, um, as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm curious, cause I've actually never been on a dairy farm before. Um, what were some of your least favorite things to do on the farm and what were some of your favorite things to do? Um, I, I really like the animals. So I, I love spending time with the cows. Um, um, yeah. So like I used to do 4-H when I was growing up. I don't know if you guys oh. know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, that was really fun. Like it taught us a lot of yeah. responsibility, me and my siblings. And I made so many friends doing 4-H. It was always fun to go to the fairs and show our cows. And, you know, it was a competitive as well, you know, so that also relates, I guess. Um, 
but I guess, yeah, that was probably my favorite was taking care of the animals. Um, you know, just, just being with them. Probably some of my least favorite jobs were like, you know, like more of the laborious things like haying, like we used to, you know, throw hay bales and, you know, shoveling manure. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. But um, I definitely think that has helped me become stronger, um, you know, just, just from an early age, you know, just being active and, and, you know, working my muscles from an early age. Absolutely. And that definitely makes sense. I don't think I'd like those chores either if I lived on a, a dairy yeah. farm, to be perfectly honest. But um, I'm also curious as well, because you were so, um, so um, northern, lived so high. How do I phrase this? Up so northern in Vermont? God, that was terrible yeah. English. I'm sorry, everybody who's listening. Um, <laughs> but I imagine the winters were pretty cruel, you know, and pretty harsh. What was that like running in the winter there or even training in high school? What was that like? Yeah. Um, so I didn't do indoor track all of my high school career <laughs> at all. So um, that definitely helped. I, okay. I played basketball and that was always inside. But, you know, um, even in the early spring, like it was brutal. Like sometimes outside, like, you know, yeah. we start in March or April or whatever and yeah it was definitely cold and I think that back then I had no idea that it was different anywhere else so I didn't really you know it was it was normal but I mean definitely after I I went away and I went home and you know like even like over Christmas break from from school you know going home um I I ran a lot on the treadmill you know <laughs> But, you know, I really took advantage of any mild days that there was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess most recently I, I used I used the treadmill a lot. But mm -hmm. I think that the hills um, definitely were uh, a tool that I used to, to be stronger. You know, I think that my mileage was less in high school. And um, it might be because of the hills, you know, mm -hmm. like the, mm -hmm. my coach yeah. back that into my training. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so so that was definitely tough, but I I back then I didn't really know anything different. So mm -hmm. yeah, and then after graduating from high school, um, you attended the University of New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. What was your decision behind choosing UNH? Um, you know, I think I kind of just went with my gut. Um, I I think I was honestly a little naive when I was looking at schools, like um, you know. I didn't, I didn't look a lot, I guess, or as much as maybe a lot of other people do, or I should have, I'm not really sure. I th I think, you know, deep down, I was really meant to go to UNH. It, it was a really good fit for me. Um, but I think, you know, what really, I, I really liked was the team. And I think I've, I've talked about that a lot. Um, but before, but I mean, like, I just went to other schools and and like I thought, I, I always liked all the schools I went to see, but then it was like at UNH, like I just, I stayed over um, with two, two runners on the team. They were freshmen that year. And, you know, I, I've always told them that they're the reason I went to UNH. And that was my friend Cassie and Rosie. And, and they know that, you know, we stayed up late talking that night in our dorm, in their dorm room. And, um, you know, I just felt like they're really down to earth and it was a really good fit for me. I think that was one of one of the biggest parts was, you know, the team. But um they also had a really good nutrition program and that was something I was interested in. Um, you know, I really liked what Hop had to say. 
to me as a recruit as well. You know, like you talked about taking care of me as a person and, and, you know, like I, I just felt like I, I was going to get along with him and he, he seemed like it, it was going to be a good experience there. Um, also it wasn't too far from home. So I liked that, but it was, you know, it was for, further, for, far enough away, excuse me. <laughs> you know, or it wasn't like I was, I was just in my backyard, you know, but I also, you know, could get home on a weekend if I needed to, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. You, and now just so I'm, cl- I'm clear here, it was your coach who said, who you talked to and you developed a good cr- uh, connection with, you said, what was his yeah. name? Um, Hop. Hop. That was it. Okay. I just, yeah, but Tom Hop. Okay, I was curious. It's like, okay, who's Hop? Like, but anywho, yeah. um, I love that you said that um, when you talked with him, he spoke about taking care of you as a person rather yeah. than like just an athlete or something like that. So I guess maybe this leads me into the question of because it seemed like such a nurturing environment in a good way, um, what was your experience like running for a Division One program? Um, my experience, um, you know, it was – um, overall it was really challenging, I'd say, but, um, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's changed me so much. Like all my experiences that I had as a runner at UNH, um, you know, it's, it's pushed me, um, it's, you know, helped me accomplish things that I never could have imagined. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, like go, going in as a freshman, like I, I've changed so much, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like little things like back then that seemed like a big deal are, are not so much now. I know like, you know, like being an athlete and being a runner in the division one program, you know, like balancing all of that, um, it's definitely, you know, changed me, but, um, I don't know. It's, it's just so competitive. I, 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 I guess I haven't really, it's such a broad, <laughs> um, I guess thought, but, I don't know. It's it's changed me and it's challenged me and I think it's made me a better person. Yeah. Um, so for those of, of who are listening who may be a freshman or, you know, and, you know, kind of transitioning through their time as a, a collegiate athlete, you know, what were some of the changes that you saw in yourself that you just mentioned, you know, like what, and they could be positive or negative, but ones that, you know, really helped cater to your experience as um, a, you know, a college student. Um, so I guess I would say, okay, can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Um, so you mentioned, um, chatting about, or you mentioned speaking, or you spoke about, you know, the changes that you saw in yourself, you know, from your freshman year that were like a big deal to kind of when you, you know, throughout your time as a division one athlete and just as a college student in general. So I'm wondering, you know, if you may have any advice for those who are transitioning through their college experience or, you know, kind of what changes you saw in yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the biggest things was just as an athlete, you know, like it was a whole new level. Like I, I had no idea what to expect. And I remember going to like one of my first practices and thinking that the warm up that we had was part of the workout. Like I, I was like, I couldn't believe that we had to do that. Every day. Like I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but um, so like, you know, like that, like that, that's so like, I do that every day still, like I still do the same stretch. Um, so like, that was a big, a big change, you know, but realize the importance of those things, you know, those small things like stretching and, and hydrating and, and all the, 
you know, that I did every day at practice. I was, you know, surrounded by runners that were interested in the same thing as me, you know, like interested in, in pushing themselves and, and wanting to be better um, at running, you know, like they took this as serious as me and, and, you know, it made it easier in a way, but even though I was doing a lot harder routes and, you know, training, but it made it almost easier to, to have those friends. So I guess if I was to give advice, it would be to, you know, really appreciate your teammates and, um, you know, build those relationships because those are what, what's going to help you, um, you know, in, in the long run. Mm, that's great advice. Oh my gosh. I think that's like, I don't know, Megan, maybe you can agree with this, but I think when you go to college, the, the people you surround yourself with is, is probably, if not, the most important, the most important, you know, aspect of college because you want to have fun and enjoy yourself, but you always want to, you want to be true to who you are too. And it sounds like this friend group um, on the team you had was really powerful for you. Yeah, it definitely was. I, I'm still really close with all the girls that were on the team, you know, and also like, it was so cool to, to you know, be a freshman and, and meet the girls that were older than you. And like, I still look up to them and, you know, I, I still have relationships with people that are all the way from when I was a freshman and they were three years older than me. And then the freshmen when I was a senior that are three years younger, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about that wide range of, of ages, but you're still mm -hmm. able to keep with them all, you know, it's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. It is really cool. And it's, it's cool to think about how much happens in those three years, like developmentally, even like, Think of like yeah. being a freshman in high school and then yeah. graduating as a senior. It's like, oh my gosh, so much has happened. And then senior yeah. or freshman in college to senior in college. And then you get the chance to take those freshmen under your wing. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. It is cool. And it's something you don't really think you, you can't really appreciate it until you've been a freshman and you've been a senior, you know? <laughs> oh, you're so right, Ellie. Like so, so right about that. <clears throat> um. So you're regarded as being the most accomplished athlete in the University of New Hampshire's history. Um, what does it feel like to be recognized like that? Um, no, I, I guess it's a matter of opinion. Like it's really hard to <laughs> compare all of this, the athletes across different sports, but I mean, I'm honored. Like that's such a, you know, great recognition, and you know, I'm I'm glad to have that support and that recognition from the university that I went to. Um, but I guess you know what it really means to me is just like seeing how far I've come. Like I guess it's just a reminder to me, you know, like when I first came to campus, like how much I've I've changed and and how I've accomplished things that I I never would have dreamed of. You know, like so it's kind of a reminder to me, like. I feel like, you know, you get a little bit better every year. So it doesn't seem, you know, these little things that you, you do and you do better every year. But then when you, you take a step back and you see how far you've come, um, that's pretty cool. You know, like like you said, like you change, you change so much from your freshman year to your senior year, but you don't really realize it when it's happening until you take a step back. And so, you know, now that I've graduated and, and that this recognition, you know, it's just pretty great to yeah. think about. What do you think were a few uh, keys to your success during college for like anyone that's listening, maybe that's going into college and wondering how they can have those breakthroughs? Um, you know, I think, uh, like I already talked about, you know, like the, the resources at UNH, like having Hop and having my teammates and having, 
that support system. But I, I think, you know, just working hard every day. And I think of another big piece that, you know, my coach taught me was to be, um, you know, okay with having a unique route that you take, you know, like, like I think I was unique and different um, than maybe other runners that I was, you know, surrounding myself with or other, any runners across the country, you know, like I, I think I'm different and I think everybody's different in their own way. And so appreciating those differences in utilizing, you know, your strengths mm-hmm. and like, you know, like, so I wasn't a high mileage person, but I found out that the pool worked really well for me. So I was in the pool, you know, at least once a week. And, and that's something that really helped me become strong. Um, but you know, like I, I just, I think I stayed true to myself, but I found what worked for me and I worked hard at that, you know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I love that you admire the fact that you're different than others. Um, so many people I feel like in society today will say like, oh, like we'll downplay their differences and, you know, be ashamed of them. Whereas you're like, I was different. You know, I have a different story. I have a different background. And I think the fact that, you know, you own up to it. Awesome. We need more people like that. You know, we need more people saying like, I'm different because, and it worked for me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really admire that Ellie. Thanks. You know, I, I think it was maybe something that I didn't like, I wasn't at first really confident about it, but um, you know, it was something that I grew into and, and mm-hmm. I grew appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. So now I have a question for you. How, how do you manage to be in the pool? Like I have tried pool running. I've tried swimming. It's so hard. What are like, how did you do that? How did you find that within yourself to be in the pool all the time? Well, um, uh, actually, I mean, I got hurt, and so that's where I oh. was in the pool originally. But um, and okay. something that was a really big tool to to keep up with my fitness. You know, I um, I would have a lot of days where I would be like, you know, in the uh, run in the morning and then pool in the afternoon, and mm-hmm. or I'd do it like, or I'd like go straight from running, jump in the pool, and then like go do my like, you know, my correction exercises and, and gotcha. watching like that I think you know like I always do uh aqua jogging like I, I never did this the um lap swimming <laughs> I think I would make a fool out of myself if I, tried to do I definitely but, have I'll admit I have so <laughs> um but I think I just think about how much is helping me and I always feel really good after I get out of the pool you know I feel loose and I I think my muscles are tired but it's like a good tired I can't I don't know. I have a, I have a hard time explaining the feeling, but, um, definitely, you know, knowing that it's helping me and getting me stronger. Um, that definitely helped. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And you're so right. I don't know, Megan, you might be able to exp- like talk about this too. Like, I don't know if you uh-huh. spend any time in a pool, but when you get out of a pool, don't you feel so like gangly and like loosey goosey yeah. almost and always super hungry. I don't know what it is about being in a pool. Yeah. I, like what is, I don't know why. I know. <laughs> no, I was in the pool yesterday and I'm like, man, I'm so hungry. Like I wasn't even out of the pool and I was already, I but I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and when you were aqua jogging, did you have like headphones or anything that you would use or was there music playing in the pool? Uh, no, not really. Like, I mean, sometimes maybe the lifeguard that you and H would have them. <laughs> um like the the music blasting like <laughs> on the end of the pool but I yeah um, I never no I never I I have those bluetooth headphones I've thought about bringing them in the pool with me but I'm like 
okay, I'm going to test it out. And then like, I'll get like soaked, you know, like yeah, maybe yeah. like splashing or whatever. So I've, I've never actually tried it, but, um, I guess sometimes some of the pools I've been to playing music, but mm-hmm. it's always nice. Yeah. Friend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. so thanks for sharing all that. I was just curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so currently, um, like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you're running professionally for New Balance. Congratulations. Um, so now, I guess maybe let's start. Tell us a little bit about that experience going pro and deciding to go with New Balance. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I guess I probably decided that I was going to pursue the professional running thing after my junior year. And so I, um, you know, I, I started to take it more serious and, and look at my options. Um, you know, I, I still, you know, put all the pieces together this spring, you know, I, I had no idea where I was going to be. Um, I was talking to, you know, different agents and different, um, running companies and coaches and things like that. Um, it was kind of a long process, but, um, I don't know. New, New Balance just seemed like the best fit for me. And it was kind of like, you know, the same thing as picking a college. And I just went with my gut. Like I felt like I um, would fit in best with New Balance. And, um, you know, I did, I did make the one big decision to stay on the East Coast. Um, I think that, you know, knowing my boundaries and mm-hmm. I think that I was going to be happiest on the East Coast. So mm-hmm. that, that kind of maybe limit my my options. Um, but I think I, I always knew Mark, um, from running at UNH because he was good friends with my coach there. So, you know, I talked with him a lot, um, before and, um, you know, I, I think I saw a lot of good things going on. Like I, um, you know, obviously follow all the new balance athletes before and, and it always seemed like they had been treated really well. You know, it just seemed like a good company. And, um, you know, they have great shoes. I've run in them before and, um, obviously cool clothes. (laughs) So So that definitely helped my decision as well. But, um, I know I, I feel like it came down to the team again, you know, like the girls at, um, New Balance are just awesome. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I just, I'm really looking forward to the years to come. Mm. That's great. That's so exciting. Um, I feel like, well, first of all, also, you mentioned that you just moved into your apartment in Boston. That's so exciting. How have you liked it so far? <laughs> it's good. I haven't, I haven't spent a lot of time there yet, but, um, you know, coming from a small town, like I definitely, you know, I feel like an out of towner right now, mm-hmm. but I know I'm not used to it. You know, I'm not used to the city. Like, I feel like I was only ever in Boston for races and, um, but you know, I'm a little bit out of the city, so it's, it's good, you know, it's a smaller area, um, and I'm getting used to, you know, what's around me and things like that, and nice. really about my roommates, you know, I think it'll be a really good fit. I'm so, so close to New Balance headquarters, too, so that's Oh, cool. the, oh. Oh, the headquarters are gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, they are so beautiful. I'm so, yeah. now, will you get a chance to train there? Um, well, they just put up a new or they just redid their whole gym which is okay. right next to the it's a new new bounce fitness um club so that's pretty cool we'll we'll use that gym all the time like i have my little card to get in there and you know they have great now it's like twice the size that it was before mm-hmm. yeah 
I'm really excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, you know, we kind of will train like in other places. Um, but you know, I think we, like, I really haven't, I haven't been there much. Like, you know, I'm just still the trains, yeah. training, but, um, you know, I think that maybe we will run from the headquarters only like a few, like once a week or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I am. Um, so as I mentioned, I got my master's in Boston. Um, oh gosh, it was two years. Oh my gosh, forever ago. Anyways, it feels like forever ago. Um, but um, I worked, I still work for Marathon Sports. And so we have a really good partnership with New Balance where um, we've gone to their headquarters before. And so we got to see like the before and after of it. And it's beautiful. I'm so happy that you have a great facility to train in. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so kind of, we have a few reader questions that we got in. Um, one of them was, um, what do you feel like was your breakthrough race? My breakthrough race. Um, well, I guess I could take that as two different ways. Like I feel sure. like I had, you know, my freshman year, I started running the mile and I had always run the 1500 in high school, but I started to have some success with it. And you know, I ran like a pretty good DMR, like in the 1600. And then, and then I remember hop at said that, Oh, you're going to run the mile the next day. And it was at conference and I ran a, a pretty good, um, time. I don't remember what it was now, but then he decided, you know, like, wow, like maybe you could be pretty good at this. So he put me in, um, the last chance meet in Boston and I, everybody else on the team went to New England the day before. And so I, you know, sat out that meet and waited until Sunday. And I, I got in that race and I was, I had no idea who my competition was and I just hung on and ended up having a big, big PR that qualified me for NCAAs. And so, um, yeah, I ran 436. And I think that, that was a really big breakthrough for me. Um, you know, it kind of like I was, I had no, I didn't think I could make it to national. You know what I mean? Like I just went for it and it ended up working out. And so I think that was a big um, breakthrough for me, um, yeah. you know, for my confidence. And um, I, I guess is that yeah. answer? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh my um, gosh, totally. I didn't really get to this because I know you did the steeple back in college what are your events upcoming? So like currently, what are you training for? And um, yeah, what, what would you consider your specialties? Um, so I haven't run the steeple in a year now. I decided to take a break from it this spring, but um, not counting it out. We're not really sure. Like I'll talk to Mark and, you know, make the decision um, probably, but I, I mean, there's a chance I might not do it. I'm not really sure, but I'd say that my, my favorite, is is the mile in the 1500 um but i also you know like i had a pretty good race in in ireland this summer in the 3k and so you know that was actually a lot of fun and so like maybe i don't i don't know like i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do maybe i'll move up to the 5k i don't know but i i do i do have a lot of fun with the 1500 and the mile they're they're definitely my favorite so shorter and faster kind yeah. of yeah yeah. But not the 800. Like the 800 is not a train only. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine running that fast. A 436 no. mile. That's mind blowing to me. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm in awe. It's like super, like, you know, those superheroes you see on cartoons where they're like, cape is flying out behind them. They're just 
beating across like the frame. Yeah. That's you, Ellie. That's you right there. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, well, um, we do have another reader question, and this one's actually a little bit more fun. Um, what's your favorite favorite? Excuse me, pre race meal. Oh. Hmm. Well, I guess like if the race is in the, you know, like it depends on what time the race true. is. True, very true. Um, but I, I mean, I like racing earlier in the day. I really do. Um, so I'd say like my favorite, like pre-workout, pre-race meal would be like maybe some eggs or something. Um, I guess I don't have like a specific one that I always eat, but I definitely race mornings, always have oatmeal and toast, you know, try to get my carbs up. <laughs> gotcha. And then because I have to ask, are you a big, this, I hope this isn't terrible to ask, but it, are you a big milk person that you grew up on a dairy farm? Was that just like incorporated into your life as a child and carried through, um, like as an adult? And then are, like, are you super picky about them where you get your milk? Oh yeah. I drink milk all the time. Like <laughs> Like, obviously I'm biased because I grew up of on a course. but I think it's, you know, I think it's a huge tool that has helped me in my running. You know, I've never had a, like, knock on wood. Like, I don't even want to say it, but I've never had a stress factor. Yeah. I've always had, you know, strong bones and I've always drank milk. Um, I always drink chocolate milk after my workouts and my races. Like, you know, like I would tell Hop, you know, go... Or I'd ask him, <laughs> ask him to go get me some chocolate milk for after my races, you know, like at nationals when I'd be doubling and I know it's really important to have, you know, recovery in between, you know, like from, you know, like cause you race one day and then you have a race yeah. you know, day. So I'd like be really like conscious of that, you know, and I think that milk is a really good, um, you know, choice. Like it has, you know, I took some sports nutrition classes and has, you know, the rate ratio of carbs and protein and, um, you know, it has sodium in it. And I usually drink low fat milk. Um, but I, I guess I'm not really picky about where it comes from. I think, you know, milk is a local product. And so pretty much anywhere that you buy it, it's going to be pretty close by to where it was made. Yeah. Um, so going back just a second, I have kind of a question because we were going to ask you more about your major, which was nutrition, right? Yeah. So it seems like you're pretty knowledgeable, obviously, because you majored in that and passionate about um, nutrition and agriculture. What are your plans beyond uh, professional running in terms of, I guess, do you have any aspirations relating to nutrition? Um, you know, I think... I'm not really sure what I want to do after I'm done running and yeah. you know, kind of see how far this takes me. But I feel like, you know, maybe my senior year, I kind of put my major on the, on the back burner just a little bit, you know, like I, I knew that this is what I was going to pursue right now, but you know, nutrition plays such a role in my sport. So I was using my major, you know, yeah. but um, yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. Like I thought about being a health teacher, like, so I, uh -huh. I, I'm pretty close to getting those requirements done. So if I did want to go back to school. Like it wouldn't take me very long to be, become a health teacher, I actually minored in health. Um, but I'm not, I'm not really sure what I want to do after school. <laughs> I mean, yeah. after, after Kelsey maybe. and I were just discussing this whole question. Like <laughs> it can be like just overkill when everyone's asking you that. So yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. And I love what you talked about Ellie before about, um, drinking milk, because I feel like it's something so s simple that people could do after, you know, they exercise, but it really plays such a huge part. And I feel like there are so many contradicting, um, you know, t um, uh, contradicting opinions about dairy nowadays and like yeah. just going back again once again to what works for you and what you know sets you apart maybe from others and you know you being confident in yourself and knowing that you know this is what works for me maybe it's different from what other people do but it's what you know I've grown up doing so I think it's really cool that you're still staying true to that and you know yeah. it, 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 that's a great thing to have yeah I think you're right like everybody has their own opinions but it milk has definitely been a staple in my diet and and I I firmly believe that it you know reduces your chances of getting a stress fracture and and it helps you like it's not just about the calcium you know there's so many other you know natural um, vitamins and nutrients in milk that mm -hmm. your body digests easily because it it's, comes from an, an animal you know mm -hmm. so it's already similar to your body um, but yeah it's definitely worked for me and um, I stand by that <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, I envision you. Sorry, this is just like what popped in my into my head. I envision you being in like a Got Milk commercial at some point in the future with like the chocolate milk or whatever. Milk mustache. I would love to do. Yes. Oh, that's great. Um, so as we wrap up, we ha we have two final questions that we always ask our guests. Um, the first one is, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, you know, I think I would give um, my younger self advice to, you know, just relax and enjoy every moment. You know, I think life can change in an instant, you know, and, and you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, just to really just enjoy like every, every little moment, you know, like every, every, like enjoy the moment that you're in, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm always rushing to get ahead. And I think that I would tell my younger self to enjoy where I'm at, you know, enjoy the process. Mm. Yeah, that's a great one. I love that. I feel like Megan and I always talk about this, how we're always yeah. rushing through life or trying to get to our next meeting or thing that we took on that we shouldn't have because we have too much on our plate. But I think mm -hmm. Ellie, if people can take anything away from this podcast, it's to slow mm -hmm. down. Maybe sometimes I think you're absolutely right with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and lastly, what does being a strong runner chick mean to you? Um, you know, I think it's, it's about being tough, you know, like being, I don't want to swear, but like, go for it. Be a badass. Like, I think that's what yeah. it's about. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I don't know. I think you guys do a great job of representing so many different people and, so many different strong runners and, you know, telling their story. So I, I'd say, you know, being a strong runner chick is embracing who you are and embracing how you got there and, um, you know, working hard and, and pushing the limits. Mm. But I think it also yeah. includes, you know, like being smart and knowing, knowing yeah. what to, what works, you know, like what helps yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah I do too. <laughs> 
I love, I like how you mentioned embracing who you are and where you are, but also how you got there. Um, because I feel like we never take appreciation of our past. Sometimes we want to hide them and say like, oh, something great didn't happen in our past. But even if something great didn't happen in your past, it, it shaped you to become who you are. So I really, I, I'd like that you added that on there, Ellie, because I think it's something we should appreciate as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ellie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this evening. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was great. Yeah, thanks again. All right, Strong Runner Chicks, um, thanks for tuning in for, to another episode of SRC Radio. We hope you have a great day wherever you are listening from, and we hope to hear from you soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the Strong Runner Chicks Radio. Do us a favor and leave a review in iTunes to help spread awareness and foster the SRC community. Additionally, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Strong Run Chicks.